Yo, welcome back to Talking With Your Energies. I'm your co-host, Carter. And I'm your other host, Keem. So I just want to start by saying to our followers, thank you for continuing to listen to us. I mean, I know we've been slacking, but we've been busy on so many goals and tasks. Like, I'm so locked in to, you know, all things I got going on that I keep forgetting about a podcast, which is our baby. You feel me? But welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, soon um, we'll be back on track with everything. So this this is just temporary. It's just temporary. That's it. It's temporary. So, bro, um, you want to tell the followers what you've been up to first, or you want me to start off, bro? Well, uh, my birthday just passed. Hey, that's right. Pisces hey. season is finally over with. Um. I'm a little, a little sad about it, but it's okay because we're in air seasons and, you know, it's it's your season, bro. So it's your time to shine <laughs> with y'all, you know, season and stuff. But um, for my birthday, um, spending it by myself. It was my first year spending it by myself. So um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was actually pretty nice. Um, went to an art museum, um, my first time going to an art museum. That's something I always wanted to do. So I, you know, took myself on a date and just catered to myself, you know, and just got to spend time with me and get to know me a little more. So it was it was pretty good. And um then going to the gym, you know, I stay on the gym. Um that's about it. Gym, work, meditating, just trying to get back on track with everything. So what art museum did you go to, bro? Uh, it's called the High Museum. Um, they actually have like, you heard about it? Yeah, bro, I heard about it. I was gonna go last weekend, bro, but I didn't make it. But yeah, bro, I was gonna go last weekend. Yes, they they have some nice like African um pieces. Like you have to go to the top floor. Don't I mean if you want to look at all the other pieces there, you can. But you know, with us being you know who we are, you want to go to the top. <laughs> And see okay. um, the black pieces, and it's it's beautiful. When I tell you, I was like so amazed. I got so many videos and um, pictures of the artwork, and then um, the worker there, she was telling me um, they have like the first Fridays and stuff where they have the drinks and all that type of stuff. You know, I, I told myself I was gonna uh, actually go to one of the first Fridays and you know just look at the art, even though I've already seen it, just to go and just see what the vibe is like. So yeah. Bro, I got to join you on that for real because I wanted to go and check that out. But to go on first Friday to see the vibe is, yes. I'm, def- I'm definitely going to go check that out with you, bro. It's, sure. it's nice for sure. Like, I, I'll keep going back. But I'm actually going to go to this other um, art museum that's in downtown um, mm-hmm. that they just opened up. It's, it's Black-owned, so I most definitely have to go there. Oh, that's going to be nice, bro. That's going to be real nice. Oh. Man, yeah. I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. Again, you know, hopefully the followers the listeners send you a happy birthday, belated birthday, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we got to talk about, you know, the, you know, the head honcho, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's now Aries. Nah, season. nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not the head honcho. So, you know, I got to introduce that, you know, because with the Aries, you know what I'm saying? The season is now here. You feel me? My, my birthday is around the corner, just to be exact, 4-4, you know, let's not forget that, 4-4. I just recently found out that Jill Scott has the same birthday as me, which makes her my birthday twin. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes from her is, uh, which is, it's it's the truth. You know what I mean? You know me, bro. So the truth is, you know, how does she say it? She goes and says, um, you can tell me what to do if you can tell me what to do. But if you can't tell me what to do, then you can't tell me what to do. Bro, she's right. That's, That's fire energy, bro. That's an Aries energy, bro. That's all that Aries energy. Am I wrong? I, I can't speak for that because I, I don't I don't know how y'all operate. Like, <laughs> I, look, I I told you I've mingled with an Aries, but I've never like been in a relationship one with one, and I don't think I will. <laughs> no offense, no offense. I just no, I just feel like Aries and Pisces don't you know they don't in a relationship they don't mix. But you know, as friends, you know we get along great, but. In a relationship, I just feel like that's that's not a good mix. You know, water and fire, you know, that's that's not a good mix. I agree, bro, because I've dated two Pisces and yeah, that is it's not it's not a good it's not a good, you know, collaboration there, bro. I'm not gonna lie about that. 
But, um, you know, one day I'm going to find my match. You know what I mean? Because Aries, yeah, they, they are very stubborn. You feel me? And um, <clears throat> it takes someone that's going to be able to handle our fire. You know what I mean? That's going to be able to make us feel that we need to be submissive because I don't mind compromising. I don't mind being submissive to someone. I don't like that word submissive. Maybe it's another right term I can use, but I don't mind, you know, being like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, chilling and, you know, not going back and forth. I don't mind doing that as long as they know how to respectfully, you know, handle me and talk to me. You know what I'm saying, bro? But so I do want to start off by saying, you know, I believe that prayer and meditation is so important, bro. And to me, bro, and this is not for everybody, but I believe that you should start your day off with it and end your day with it, or as many times as you must throughout the day. However, you know, I have been neglecting my prayer life, bro. Don't judge me for that. I haven't neglected my prayer life. I meditate, but I don't always sit there and, and talk. You know what I mean? Let me, I, I haven't. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to stop you right there. And, um, First, I'm, I'm just going to ask you, you don't feel like prayer and meditation is the same thing, like in the similar category? They can be, but they can also be separate. You know, I feel like it's, it can be both. You feel me? I feel like sometimes when you go to meditation, it's for you just to listen. But I feel like when you pray, it's for you to actually talk and, and talk to get the answer. You know what I'm saying? But when you meditate, I feel like you should sit in silence and listen. For That's me. That's what I think. For me, we we on different. We we think differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly. To me, you know, but, you know, yeah. prayer, prayer and meditation to me is the same because I go deep into it when I meditate. I do silent meditation, and then at the same time, I also i I talk to myself. So yeah, yeah. you know, I I do both. I do both at the same time. That's why I say it's like to me, it's like the the same. Dang, I, I don't feel like one is stronger than the other. It's like, no, it's balanced out. Yeah, I don't think there's one is stronger than the other either. I think they do balance each other out. I just think that, um, well, I, this is, this, like I said, this is what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not suggesting anybody do it this way. But I just like to pray first, and then I get into a position where I meditate with silence and just listen. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I have, I've started. I used to do what you're doing, but I decided to change it up, bro. I did decide to change it up a little bit. But I do want to say, I want to do want to finish, but because recently, you know, I have a homie named Q, right? Um, I think I've talked about him before. We both work at the same job. <clears throat> Shout out to Q, my boy. Shout out to him. And we've both been dealing with some job issues, you know what I'm saying? And some personal issues. And sometimes we gotta tell each other, you know, yo, pull up on me, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's talk, you know. And our turns two five with me, you know what I mean? And so we like to motivate each other so that we can keep each other going throughout the night or at day when we're at work. So <clears throat> recently, um, we had told each other that we're going to get back into our prayer life. You know what I'm saying? Just give everything to the most high, to the source, you know? And after we prayed that night with each other, we actually prayed together that night, you know? We actually decided to do that. And we, after we finished praying, you know, we told each other no matter what the opposition is, no matter what challenges we face, no matter what negativity we had to deal with, we're always going to say it's all good. In that time, we're saying it's all good no matter what. And, bro, when I tell you, all night at work, we said that, and when I tell you that, our mood freaking changed, bro. It changed. Our whole mood changed when we started saying that. Everything just started flowing, bro. Everything just started flowing. And then, like, every call we went to, it was just, it was the worst thing ever. But we sat there and was like, but she said it was. It was just real lightweight. It was it was just chill. You know, we didn't have to do no report on it. It was just chill. You know what I mean? It was just miscommunication. But uh, I've noticed all week this week, bro, my prayers have been manifesting and being answered, bro. And that's only because I let go and I continually tell myself that no matter what it looks like, regardless of the challenge or how I feel, what I see in the moment, it's all good, bro. And I'm going to keep doing that as a habit for myself because I try not to, and I'm going to try not to neglect it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so right now, I truly believe, and we have talked about this before, that we are creating our, we are creating our future with our thoughts, one thought at a time. And so when I find myself in my thoughts, 
on negotiating or keeping myself from focusing on my goals or being distracted, bro, I just meditate and pray and just say to myself, it's all good. And yes, bro, you have told me that. But sometimes, bro, I got it. It's like I have to. You got it. I have to, you, you have to. I'm, I'm going to get it like this. You can you can tell a person. Remember how I told you you can take a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. So with yeah, that bro. being said, I can pitch to you every day. You know what's good for you. You know, well, I don't know what's good for you. You know what's best for you. I can tell right. you what can possibly work for you, but it's up to you to do it. You know, it's it's up yeah. to you to take that information to actually use it. You know, but you know. Yes, when, when you change your whole mindset and perspective of everything, I don't care how bad a situation is, you don't you don't sit in it. You have to change that mindset and be like, it's all it's going it's getting better. It's going to be better. Everything is going to be all good. Like you just have to go with the flow. I don't care how much your life is like crumbling apart. It's up to yeah. you to actually take action or to either just sit in it. Yeah, and trust the process. That's trust it. it gotta trust it because things could be falling apart a setback is what can also be a setup for something better you feel me so i have to keep that in my mind like if anything happens that i was not predicting or like dang i didn't expect this i just gotta tell myself it's all good you know it's not gonna be easy though i'll be trying to tell people it's not gonna be easy just like you tell me it's not gonna be easy you gotta remind yourself like i have my stuff i have it now i wrote it down everywhere i got it in my my office where i keep my laptop i do my homework i got it right there on my calendar saying it's all good bro i got it i'm gonna put it in my patrol car like a little sticky note and like so i can look at it on my dashboard and say it's all good bro because that's the mindset i gotta keep up bro and even if i have to put alarms on my phone to remind me of that i just gotta know it's all good for sure because you know nothing never happens to you it happens for you just no matter how bad a situation is or how good a situation is it don't happen to you. It happens for you. That's right, bro. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. I do, um, before we start on the topic of the day, I do want to read a passage from a book that I'm reading, bro, because I'm back into my reading too, bro, and I, and I thought this passage was really, really good. I just wanted to share it. Really. It's out of the book All About Love by Bell Hooks, and I'm sure some of my followers know who it is, but she's got a really good book, and I, and I find it very interesting. So <clears throat> the passage I'm going to read is, it says, care, commitment, trust, responsibility, respect, and knowledge in our everyday lives. We can successfully do this only by cultivating awareness. Being aware enables us to critically examine our actions to see what is needed so that we can give care, be responsible, show respect, and indicate a willingness to learn. Understanding knowledge as an essential element of love is vital because we are daily bombarded with messages that tell us love is about mystery, about that which cannot be known. We see movies in which people are represented as being in love, who never talk with one another, who fall into bed without ever discussing their bodies, their sexual needs, their likes and dislikes. Indeed, the message received from the mass media is that knowledge makes love less compelling, that it is that it, that it is ignorance that gives love its erotic and transgressive edge. These messages are often brought to us by profiteering producers who have no clue about the art of loving. Who such that was something. What do you think about that, bro? What do you think about that passage? <clears throat> Truly, that passage is. I feel like it's more so a fact. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with it for sure. I do too. I, I believe that communication <clears throat> is so important in love. Love is a willingness to learn about the other, always talk and gain knowledge about the other. And that that's not even just relationships, bro. That could be between me and you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to understand each other, how each other works, how our mind works. Because again, like we said earlier, I'm an Aries and you're a Pisces. Our minds think differently. You know what I'm saying? So when we communicate with each other, we're gaining knowledge about each other more and more. You know what I'm saying? And also continue learning about that person. It can change in any second. My likes, their likes, their dislikes can change at any mere second. You feel me? And then what you didn't like before, you enjoy now, you know, and et cetera. Like, it is so important to form a foundational bond with any person that you talk to. Like, you and me, bro, we got a foundational bond. You know what I'm saying? My family has a foundational bond. 
anybody we get in a relationship with, we should have a foundational bond to create a, a safe space to discuss and learn about each other. Don't you think, bro? You know, I always say that in order to have a safe space with a person, you got to be able to express yourself and be comfortable in that space with that person. Like if you can't go to that person and, you know, just talk about anything and express anything to them without them feeling a type of way to it, then you don't need to be in that environment, that space with them because you're not comfortable. It's That's like right. you're you're forcing yourself to be in that space with them, but why? When it's making you uncomfortable, you know. So just like you said, you got to have that foundation. That's true, bro. That's true. Because if you're not, if you can't not easily express yourself on how you feel about certain things, and you or me start becoming defensive with each other about it, and there's and we're bumping heads, and we're not coming to a um, resolution, then we're going to continue bumping heads and we're not really going to feel comfortable and, you know, talk to each other about how we feel. Because then if we did decide to get back together or talk to each other, then we're going to feel like we're walking on eggshells. I'd be like, dang, I want to say how I feel, but I don't want them getting upset or feeling like, um, or feeling like I'm against them in any type of way. And that's not the case. I want that person to always feel like I'm safe. But I also want to feel safe in the, with them, too, when I discuss. Just like I feel safe when I'm talking to you about my problems, bro, about all my problems. You know what I'm saying? You know a lot about me, bro. You know what I mean? And the same thing with Q. You know, I come to him about stuff, too. You know? I just want to be able to do that with a person. You feel me? And I want a person to be able to feel like that same way with me. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I was going to say that. That's like with friendships and family, too. Like, that, that communication and just feeling safe with a person, like, if I go to you and I only talk to you about some of my problems, but not all of my problems, and I'm not really expressing to you how I really feel about our, you know, friendship and stuff like that, because I don't want to upset you, then yeah. me and you don't need to be friends. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Like, if I can't come to you and express something to you, and I'm not comfortable enough, or if I do express something to you, you feel a type of way about it, then, yeah, we we don't need to be friends or you know, nothing of that nature. You feel me? Because yeah, I can start, yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, we, yeah. we're supposed to have that foundation right there, that that open space, that safe place, like to just come and just talk to each other about any and everything. Yes, bro. I, I agree because, you know, um, if, if I can't come to you about anything, bro, you're not my friend. I would say that you're not even a friend. You're actually an associate or you don't even that. You're probably like a hand by. <laughs> you feel me? Because, I mean, you have certain people that you talk to, but then you got associates too that you don't discuss none of your personal shit with. You know what I'm saying? But I can come to you because I know I can hit you up like, bro, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I need to talk to. This is how I'm feeling. You know what I mean? And you come to me about that stuff too because we, we feel we can come to each other. You know what I'm saying? But to an associate, we ain't going to discuss that with them because... When we, when we tried the first time, it was not, it wasn't, it was a pinging. You feel me? It was a pinging. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't discuss that with you anymore. You feel me? So now you're my associate. Does that make sense what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I got you. Because you have your group, you have groups. You have the associates, yeah. you have the friends, then you have like the best friends. <laughs> you feel me? Like you have that best friend is the person you can go to talk about any and everything with. That's your safe yeah. space. Then with your friends, you know, you can be like, hey, bye. Oh, do you want to go hang? You know, such and such. That's who, you know, you just go places and probably hang with sometimes with. Then you have your associates where you just hey and bye situation. That's it. I know you, you cool. Well, you seem cool. I don't really know you like that, but it's just going to be a hey and bye situation, you know? So, with that being said, we're going to go into the topic of the day, and that is how to create a safe space within yourself. Um, bro, you want me to start that out, or do you want to start that out on how you think is a great way to do that? Well, what you think? first, for me, <laughs> how I created a safe space within myself um, truly, you just first have to get to know yourself first without anyone else, you know, perceptions of you. 
Meaning like, you know, when you grow up, you have, you instill all of these people's, you know, perceptions of you, like your family, uh, your friends and stuff like from probably when you was like seven, when you actually built that conscious in your mind, probably from about seven to like, I give you it's about 21. You grew up with everyone else's perceptions of you feeling like you're this and this and that. When honestly, when you get older, you have to actually break yourself down. You have to like reteach yourself. You have to relearn yourself. You know, you have to reparent yourself. And most importantly, you know, you got to love you for you. You got to actually get to know who you truly are because you'll actually be surprised who you are because who you think you are, you're not really that person. Truly, that's just somebody else built up perceptions of you, you know, to be honest. Yep. That's not really you <laughs> because I, I done thought I was a whole nother person. And here I am truly somebody else because I built up everyone else's perceptions in my life from my friends, from my parents, you know, from my siblings, like all that stuff. Like I, that, that wasn't me, you know, who I am now is not who I was back then. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, I get it. I, just, I completely understand what you're saying because sometimes, or not sometimes, but all the time, we learn our core values from our family household or we learn our core values from the schools that we are, we are taught in, you know, on how things should be or when we meet our friends for the first time, we start joining into groups like we were saying earlier, you learn your core values. And then when you grow get older, you need to start learning who you are. And when you start learning who you are, you start just developing what you believe is the core value, what you believe is the, the mere value of what works for you, what you know about your morals, what are your mm -hmm. morals, you know, because your morals are probably not the same as your parents or as the school that you went to or as your friends. You have to develop that within yourself. You know what I mean? So I completely understand what you're saying, bro. No, you, you see it every day where kids grow up and they choose careers that their parents want them to do. <laughs> you feel me? Just because yeah. your dad was in the military, now you got to follow behind his, his footsteps and get in the military. Or your mom was a doctor, now you got to follow behind her footsteps and be a doctor because that's what they want you to do. That's not something you actually want to do. That's just something that they're telling you you have to do because it's a family generation thing, you know? So you, you have to get to know you for you. Society, society built you that way. You know what I mean? I truly agree with that, bro. And then when you, I truly believe, bro, I truly agree with that. That's just our sexuality too, bro. Mm. Like, you know, you were raised a certain way, you know what I mean? And me being the only lesbian that I know of <laughs> in my family, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was unheard of, you feel me? So, you know, you are set with certain rules and values that they want you to grow up to become to have to be married to a man to have this big house and white picket fence and stuff like that and when you should be married when you should have kids but the older you get and you start learning about you know yourself that's not who i am i'm not that i'm a fucking lesbian is <laughs> <laughs>
And so they married and they, and the people they married, their spouses became Catholic. And so their kids became Catholic, you know? So it's, it's a tradition to have in our family, but that is their values. That's not mine. That's not what I want, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, bro. Yeah. That's, that's but, also, you know, with Christianity too, like uh, yeah. that's how I was brought up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, they expect for you to, keep those same morals and religion and stuff as you get older and it's like when you start finding out stuff for yourself it's like yeah that's that's not the path that I want to continue to go down like I'm going to make these decisions for myself I don't need you trying to you know continue to parent my life when I'm an adult <laughs> like it's yeah. it's up to me to make my own decisions and to be who I'm truly am like don't try to continue to control my life you know? Yes, bro. Yes. Because they, they do want that though. They do because they, they have a, a built life of how they want you to be. And they don't want you to, you know, go against it. it. <laughs> Say what, bro? They don't want you to go against it. Yeah. They don't want you to go against it, bro. They don't want you to go against that, but go against the grain. But Hey bro, one thing about me and you, bro, we're going against the grain. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're doing things different. You know what I mean? We're not taking it, keeping it safe. That's one thing they want. They want us to take it safe. We're not doing that, bro. We're, we're aiming high. You feel me? We're breaking, we're breaking, you know, the generation curses. curses. We're breaking all that. And we are becoming open-minded and finding different routes in our journey to become successful and to be able to get to know us from within. You feel me? Most definitely. You got to get uncomfortable, you know, just to actually <clears throat> reach those goals and desires that you have in life. You can't, you know, be comfortable all, all of your life and just stay to what you're used to. Get uncomfortable. That's the only way. Like, that is the only way you're going to reach those dreams and those goals and desires that you have in life. That's right, bro. That's right. But I do want to um, discuss um, how what I feel is a way to be have a safe space. You know, to me, a safe space to go is when your daily thoughts and things like just overwhelm you and you know we, we go through that all the time bro your own like you got to find your own private space a place where you can just be as vulnerable as you can be with your thoughts and your just your, with your thoughts bro you know what i'm saying but everyone has a different way of doing it i have my way of doing it you know what i mean and meditation i feel always helps me get there just sitting with my thoughts, right? And sitting in silence, no music, no phone, no distractions. Just closing your eyes, taking a few breaths and just sitting in silence. But you taught me that as well, bro, to do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I truly believe it is really difficult for many people to do that simply because they are afraid of facing their inner voice. But in order to conquer our thoughts, you must learn to control your inner voice. And when you do that, you create your own inner shelter. In the words of this one guy, I saw his quote the other day, and I'm probably saying it wrong, so anybody can correct me, can correct me, bro, and followers. <clears throat> but his name is, is spelled L-A-O-T-Z-U, Lyosu, I don't know. But <laughs> his quote was, silence is a source of great strength. And when you have done this, you once you're finished with all that, you hear all the words that's come through your head and everything like that, write it down in your journal. All those thoughts that come to mind, don't even shut them out. Just let them continue to race through your mind because they're going to race through your mind. Because when you write it down, it can give you clarity of what you have been avoiding. Do you agree with that, bro? You know I agree with that. But uh, silence is very important, you know, um, while you're meditating or when you just sitting sitting there you know and just listen to your thoughts you know don't fight your don't fight your thoughts you know actually just write them down ask yourself why i'm feeling this way why i'm angry you know why this thought just crossed my head like those things are important because that's that's like part of you actually healing and um getting through some of your shadow work so that's very important you know i agree bro let me ask you a question here bro um Okay, so here's the, can you hear me, bro? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so why do you think people are afraid of their own thoughts, bro? Truly, people don't like the feeling 
of how they be feeling at the moment. And what I've learned is we're not our feelings. We have feelings, but we're not our feelings. And every thought that crosses our mind, we don't have to give action to that thought. We feel like everything that we think about, we have to feel it. That's not true. That's something that you choose to do. You know, like every thought that crosses your mind, you don't have to be like, okay, ah, oh man, I'm thinking about such and such. I'm, I'm about to, you know, get in this mood, you know, or, ah, oh man, I remember two years ago, um, I got fired from this job. Uh, you know, that's, that's messing with me. You don't, you don't have to give every thought in your head, you know, uh, action, because if you continuously keep giving every thought in your head, uh, action or emotion, then you're going to find yourself depressed. That's that's how most people go into depression because yeah, yeah. they give every thought and action and uh, emotion when you don't yeah. have to do that. You, you control your feelings. Your feelings don't control you. You control your emotions. Your emotions don't control you. Everything in your body, you control. So it's up to you to actually take action and be like, okay, I'm I'm not going to deal with this today. You know, this is not going to get me down today or something like that. You know, you don't have to give every thought in action. Just just keep that in mind. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. So what about the ones, though, that have dealt with the most traumatic, like traumatic moments in their life in their past? And it could have started from, you know, throughout their life. You feel me? Like from when they were younger to older and things like that. How do you tell somebody that when they're in their silence and they're hearing these thoughts and these memories come back? Like, how do you tell somebody, you know, don't focus on that? Because I feel like that's going to be a hard thing to do because that's why I say. Well, in that moment, I'm not saying like when you're actually just sitting and meditating. You know, right. not to focus on that because that is the time when you need to focus on it. So you can let yeah. all of those emotions flow through you because once you let all of those emotions out, your body is going to feel 10 times better because honestly, you know, some people walk around angry, holding up so much animosity against a lot of situations that they don't been through. Only if they can just, you know, sit there and actually let all of those emotions out and talk to themselves about the situation I promise you, they'll probably feel 10 times better. But some people actually just don't like to go back and revisit that thought or that trauma experience that they went through. But it's best that you do that because when you revisit it, then you can get over it. You know, the quicker that you revisit it, you know, the that's when that process, you know, start for you. And it's a lot of people probably about 40, 30, even 20 in their 20s then you know had a traumatic experience when they was younger and they've been running from it ever since then and they probably try to figure out why they feel angry a lot or why they feel different type of ways it's because they've been running from all that trauma that they've experienced when they've been younger you know they haven't even just sat down and dealt with it some people don't like to deal with it because like like i said they don't like to go back and revis- revisit that or even feel those emotions, but you have to. That's the only way you're going to heal from it. You have to feel those emotions. I agree, bro. I agree because a lot of people, when it comes to things like that, like really bad traumas and things like that, everybody has, I don't want to say really bad trauma, everybody has a trauma and I'm not going to say which one is bad, worse than the other, you know what I mean? But they like to sweep everything under the rug and keep it up under there and not come back to it you know and they feel like that's going to help the situation but it's not that's why we say when you're sitting in your thoughts let it come let it race through because it's probably trying to tell you you got to learn how to control these emotions you got to learn how to face them and face these fears without trying to run from them and figure out a way in order to learn about this and learn how to better encounter it so you don't bring it back into any situation, relationship, anybody, any anger like you were saying or hold a grudge, you just let it go. You know what I mean? And and keep it and just, and when you let it go, just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? But don't hold yourself to your past though. 
You know what I mean? Let that past go and just focus on the present. You know, it's like what you should realize is this place, this inner space should not be an escape from reality, but a way to communicate, like connect with your higher self, your inner being, your inner thoughts. It's a way for you to like to understand what's going on around you and to ground yourself to receive clarification. You see, a lot of us like to find ways to escape reality by drinking, partying, smoking, going out all the time, indulging or entertaining different people so that we don't have to think about our many thoughts that come through our minds, but we have to give it attention so that we can learn to control them and feel safe within our own space, with space within our own being. Because if we don't feel space, faith of God, I'm sorry, if we don't feel safe within ourselves and with ourselves, then that's the problem. And then we can't be alone with ourselves, bro. You know something else, bro? What's up? When people try to replace, um, how can I put it? Let me see. When people go out and they drink, they smoke, you know, and try not to be sober to run away from their feelings. And then you ever notice when a person gets drunk, they cry a lot? Some people, yeah, I've known some people do that, yeah. Bro. You wanna know why? Why? <laughs> because they don't actually, because they run away from their problems and they don't actually take the time to actually let all of those emotions out when they're sober. So when they're drunk, they have no control of themselves. You have no control when you're drunk. <laughs> so yeah. that's when all of your emotions just automatically just flow out of you because you don't have control of anything. When you're sober, you have control. So it's up to you to you know want to let all of those emotions out and everything. But when you're drunk, you have no control. So that's why you see a lot of people when they get drunk, they start crying. That's because they have all of that trauma and those emotions just built up inside of them. That's true, bro. <clears throat> also, when people are afraid to go to sleep at night and they're having a hard time going to sleep at night, so they either smoke or they either drink or take something in order to go to sleep because <clears throat> they don't want to be in silence. They don't want to be alone in their own silence. They don't want to feel those thoughts. You know, I've actually I've dated people like that where they didn't like their thoughts, so they had to either drink or smoke, you know, not to feel those thoughts. And I always wonder why. But when I actually started sitting with myself and when I went through my whole, when I first really started like my healing journey and my uh, spiritual journey and stuff, and when I used to try to run away from my feelings, I used to like stay drunk bro you know i used to stay wanting to have a drink because i wanted to run away from my emotions i didn't want to feel those emotions i didn't want to sit in my thoughts and i i saw why but then one day i just had a wake-up call and i was like what are you doing you're just running away from the emotions like from that moment then i just started sitting with myself and i just started crying every session i had with myself and I sat with myself. I just let all of my emotions out. I was crying. I was journaling. You know, I was talking to myself, asking myself, why do you feel this way? You know, um, you know, and that actually got me a long ways because now I find myself where I know how to control my emotions. Like I don't cry out of nowhere. You know, I actually just I barely even cry now, to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't really cry as much as I used to. I used to cry every day in the beginning, but now, almost a year later, I I really don't cry. It's it's hard for me to actually just out of nowhere just cry. So you know, with all that being said, is don't run from it. You know, just sit in it because it actually help you get better within yourself. And when you cry and you let all of those emotions out, it actually heal your body also. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. People feel like you're weak when you cry, but you're not. You know, <clears throat> I, I've dated people in the same way, bro. I've dated people that um, had to take continuous shots or something like that or smoke in order for them to even rest their mind because they don't like their thoughts. They just zone out, and it helps them to zone out and not think about it. 
you know? And I can understand that. I can never understand why, but at the same time, I don't know the traumas that they dealt with at the same time. But, you know, like we said, that's an escape of reality because you're not confronting the issues at hand and within yourself. Now, I have to say, when I was <clears throat> younger, <clears throat> um, I used to drink to have fun. You know, I, I used to feel like, okay, drink is going to make me not sad anymore because if I'm down and out, you know, and I don't have to face the problems of reality of what's going on in my life with problems with financial or um, relationship problems with, you know, family or anything, bro. Like, anything that I encountered, I would drink because it would keep me from thinking about it. But it was only a temporary feeling, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what people fail to realize is all this is temporary because at the end of the day, you're going to have to face this stuff again. And until and that's why I feel like people are chain smokers or chain, you know, weed smokers and stuff like that because it keeps them from thinking about it. You know, if they get off one high, they're gonna have to get on another high and keep getting on another high, another high. You know what I mean? Because it's it's suppressing their thoughts. You know, making them and feel good <laughs> for the moment. What's that, bro? Making them feel good for the moment. Yeah, making them numb, just numb for the moment, bro. And, of course, you know, I've been there, bro. I've, I've done that when I was drinking. I used to be like that, bro, until I started healing. You know what I mean? And, of course, you know, I'm not I'm not finished healing. I have things I'm still trying to work on, you know. But you always... You completed that stage, though. Is You know, you yeah. have your stages and you're healing. Healing is everlasting. Hey, yeah. But you, you have okay. stages that you complete. Hey, bro, I like that. I like that. You know, yeah, that's a stage I completed, you know. Now it is time for another stage. You know what I'm saying? So I have more stages now that I'm still trying to complete. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and most of these stages I realized this week, you know, are the stages that I need to still work on myself. You know what I mean? Because like we said, healing is, an, is a Every, ongoing journey. Yep, it's everywhere. It's a beautiful journey because you're discovering yourself more and more. You're discovering things, even things that you don't like about yourself that you realize like, dang, I didn't know. I didn't realize I was like that. But as long as you acknowledge it and you're aware of it and you gain the knowledge that you need to have in order to fix the problems, then it's going to be okay. It's all good, you know, because you're going to end up fixing the problems because you already know that it's an issue for you, that you, you need to work on this. But you got to know that it's an issue. You got to acknowledge it for yourself. You got to know, hey, okay, this is what's going on with me. This is what's wrong with me. You know what I mean? But and it's okay to know that because there is no such thing as perfection. There is no such thing of perfection. People fail to realize that. Even we're not. Shout out to all of them bullies that used to bully me. It ain't no such thing as perfection. Hey, bro! Shout out to them bullies. Fuck them bullies, bro. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you're right. There is no such thing of perfection, bro. People be trying to find perfect people, but bro, <laughs> you're not even perfect yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got flaws too, and that person got to acknowledge their own flaws. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we all got to encounter some things in our lives to learn and so that we can come together. You feel me? Now, of course, people, people need to understand and our followers need to understand that you're going to be stressed, shaken, you're going to be worried and stuff, but that's life. And you cannot ignore it. But when you need time to retreat and find the balance, that balance that you need to find, sit with yourself in silence. You got to sit with yourself in silence. So that you can get with your inner inner self, your higher self, so your higher calling. Because like we say, when you sit there pressing thoughts or you're not good enough or you're not this or you're never going to make it, you know. But those thoughts, let them come through. Let them come through because then you're going to be able to counteract it. And tell yourself, when you start writing it down, you start seeing, okay, this is stuff I'm saying to myself. But this isn't true. This isn't me. I'm enough. I'm valuable, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to make it in life. I'm going to go this place. I'm going to make it. I'm going to get to this goal. I'm going to reach this goal or hit this task. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People need to realize that when they sit there, they're silenced. They got to they gotta understand those things about themselves. Be gentle. beautiful. Yeah. Be gentle. Um, I was saying be gentle with yourself. Yeah, be kind to yourself. You're right, bro. Give yourself grace. You know what I'm saying? Give yourself patience. You know? Like you said that you were bullied when you were when you were younger, you know what I'm saying? There are people that are bullied and they don't feel like they are beautiful. They don't feel like they're handsome. 
But you are. Yeah, that that was me. Now <laughs> my confidence is 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 it's getting through the roof. It is getting there. You know, I, I I've had my stages, but you know, that's why my confidence, it was so low when I was in middle school and high school, even elementary school, like kids just used to, I don't know what it was, I guess, because I was so shy and I was so timid, like I kept to myself and I did have friends, but it was like the friends that I did have, it was like, they was still like say little things that I felt like was <laughs> still bullying to me, but um, yeah, 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 <laughs> I let all of the they perceptions of me actually get to me when I got older to the point where I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was ugly. Like I, when I tell you, boy, it took a minute for me to get to where I am. And it was all to me actually getting to know myself, like truly actually getting to know who I'm truly am because I'm not ugly. I'm handsome as hell. So. <laughs> right, that's right. But yeah. Uh, Bro, you know what I'm saying? You, hey, bro, you had that glow up. <laughs> Shit, that's why I say to myself too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because the way you dress, bro, you be, hey, bro, you be killing the game. You feel me? <laughs> bro, you killing the game. You feel me, bro? Appreciate you know, it, bro. Appreciate it. Posting your pictures, bro. You be doing it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it came with time. Yeah. You know? And I'm and still finding myself. That's right, bro. I, I tell myself the same thing. Shit, I'm fine, bro. I'm fine. You know what I mean? Hey, you know? And it is what it is. Yeah, the, the clothes don't make you, you make the clothes. That's what people fail to realize. Right, that's right, you know what I'm saying? That's right. It ain't got to be no name brand when you put on, or you make that shit. You know what I'm saying? You are the shit. Shoot, when, when you going in the inside, it's going to show on the outside. That's right, bro. But you got to work on the inside, bro. Yep. You got to work on the inside. So here are some steps I feel like you need to get into that can, you know, help you with that space. Like, number one. You know, give yourself a few minutes within a day and do nothing. Go, like, don't don't go to your phone, music, or any other distractions. Just, you know, give yourself a moment to think and just be. Just find that inner peace within the day of your daily hustles. The goal is just to, is to you know, stop looking for things to kill time. But it's going to take practice now and facing the fears of your thoughts, right? As we have said in our, you know, in our other podcasts, meditate as soon as you wake up and when you get home. Because like my bro had said one time on a podcast before, <clears throat> you can just wake up and look at the ceiling and still meditate. You know what I'm saying? And then when you come home and you got family or friends around or people blowing up your phone, just tell everyone, hey, you know, I need a few minutes. And they have to respect that because you can't pour into other people's cups if you don't pour into your own. You can't fix someone else's crown if your crown is crooked. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So take that time that you need for yourself when you wake up and when you get home. And see, the, the most important thing, I would say the reason why in the morning is it's like best to, you know, say affirmations or read a book and meditate and stuff like that and work out is because in the morning, that's when your body is, you know, really functioning the most like that's when all of that information <clears throat> like if you're reading a book or something that's when all of that information is actually going to click in your head people most people feel like oh i'm not a morning person <laughs> it's because you're telling yourself that you know yes. you, you pin those thoughts in your head that oh i'm not a morning person you never know what type of person you is you just going based off of those thoughts that you pin in your head yourself like give it a try you know don't knock it until you try it that's right. And you know, if you don't, if you don't give yourself that time for yourself, especially when you're coming home from, you know, being around a lot of people, being around a lot of different energies, you know, you're going to eventually collapse and it's going to shut you down from everyone. You're going to shut down. And believe me, I know because I get like that. I have to completely shut everybody out and people don't be liking that, but I, I have to do that sometimes, you know, just to get back into my inner self. Because I'm, oh, I'll be pouring my cup out to a lot of people. And I don't seem to have no one to be able to pour a cup into my, I mean, pour, pour into my cup. You feel me? Or to fix my crown. So I have to get back to myself and do that for me. 
you know, give and give and give, but nobody's going to like give back to me. You know what I'm saying? They're willing to take, but not give back. You know, so you got to learn how to do that for yourself. You got to. See, that's why the other day <laughs> when I didn't respond back to you, bro, you know, I, I told you, you know, I was having my little my little mental day where I had to take a break for me, like my energy just, it was drained. And that day I couldn't give no energy to nobody because I had to give all of that energy to me and I had to recharge back up because it's like, you know, like you say, every time you're giving and giving, giving, it's like, it's going, it's going to drain you. It is going to drain you. Like, I don't care how much you try to fight it. It's going to hit you one day. You're going to be like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing. You know, I don't want to be around nobody. And it's it's nothing against anyone else. It's just that you really have to take that time to yourself, you know, instead of always trying to put it into someone else. Exactly, bro. I agree with you because when you told me that and I knew you had to have that time to yourself, bro, I didn't get upset. It didn't hurt me in no type of way because you, you informed me of that, bro. You let me know, like, bro, I just need my space. You let me know that. You know what I'm saying? And I gave you that space, and I respected that from you, bro. I respected it. You know? But that's what you have to do sometimes. You got to tell people, like, hey, I need my space. I need me some time to myself. Just tell. That's communication. That's communication, yeah. That's that communication, bro. Don't just go ghost, and then two or three days later, you hit me up, and I'm like, okay, you ain't never responding back to me. Like, what's going on? I'm going to feel some type of way, you know? Yeah. So I will know what's going on, so I won't be sitting there worried. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a protective personality, you know, and it goes into go mode. So I'm worried about you. You know what I'm saying? So, but if you tell me like, bro, I'm good, you know, I just need some time myself, then I'm gonna let you have it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna let you have it. But I'm gonna check on you still. But I'm gonna still let you have it. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you definitely gonna send that text. <laughs> You know I'm there. I'm there. Of course, bro. Now, number two. Here's another one. It's a good tip. <clears throat> you know, allow yourself to go blank. Like, try to detach yourself from everyone that's expecting so much of you. Like, let go of your ego and anything that's holding you to the past. You like, you gotta ground yourself to to that present moment. Don't focus on the past and don't focus on the future. It's about connecting yourself with what's happening in the inside of your thoughts right now. Like what's going on right now in the moments you have going on right now. So you can figure out what's going on. True. Like I, I feel like grounding yourself is so important. Like most definitely go out into nature. Like mm-hmm. um, some people probably ain't nature people and that's very understandable, you know, cause the other bugs and stuff like that. But honestly, <laughs> them bugs don't be staying. Just go outside and get that, that sun, that uh, breath of fresh air. You know, and just clear your head. Even if you, you know, just go for a, a ride in a car, just go for a drive. Even late at night, you know, that that helped me most of the time. Just go for drives late at night and just listen to the music, blast the music, let the windows down. You know, just just do all of those things that make you feel safe within yourself. You don't need nobody to even, you know, go for the drives with you. Just go by yourself and just let it all unwind, you know. Exactly, bro. You don't have to always have company with you, man. You don't always have to do that. It's okay to be alone. People be feeling like they always gotta have company. You ain't gonna do that. Just take some time to yourself. You know, that's so important. Just be with you. Just be. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't fell in love with my peace and <laughs> being alone. That like sometimes like I don't even really be stunning my phone only time I really be like stunning my phone if if I know me and you having a conversation or something like that even sometimes then I still forget to you know respond back but I still respond back to you like the next day and be like oh bro you know I fell asleep or I was busy doing this or doing that but when I'm in my own space it's like nothing else matters you know and once you get to that that peace of mind in that space is going to feel really, really, really good. Like you're not going to be stunned about 
having um, other people in your space or being all on social media, like none of that stuff is going to matter to you. Yes, I agree, bro. I agree. Uh, bro, I agree with you on that. Um, tip number three, you know, visualize a space that provides you with peace and security. Like mine, like my space that I can visualize in my head is the ocean or looking over the mountains <clears throat> or the sounds of the rain. You know, that that makes me feel good. That makes me get into a, a deep meditation. Like whatever works for you, you know, visualize that so it could be your peace. Like just like my bro said, he likes to go out in nature, you know, and meditate by the lake. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You know, and some people don't have that opportunity. Some people just stay in their home and do the same thing or go to their backyard or go to their balcony, you know? You can go anywhere in your home and just sit there and visualize a place where you feel like it's your peace and your serenity. You know? Yeah, I agree. You know, because it, it was days where I I didn't feel like even going out the house. So what I would do is I just go to my balcony, set up um a little uh, my blanket and stuff, and just go out there and just meditate. You know, I, I didn't leave the house. I just went out to my balcony and just meditated. Yeah, bro. I, I think that's, I think it feels good, especially with the wind coming towards you and, you, and the sound of nature and trees yeah. rustling. That is just very serene. Like, that is a great way of meditating and just listening to your thoughts, you know? I love and, when it's raining. Huh? I say I love when it's raining. Like, that's my favorite oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah, me too, bro. I love it too. I love when it's raining and meditating when it rains. I love it. Well, even if it's like thunder and lightning, I like that too. I don't know. It, just, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it don't do it. I don't, you know, like when you're younger, you know, your grandma used to tell you, uh, y'all better be still. Y'all better go it's, lay down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn off all the lights. You know what I mean? Turn off all the lights. Don't make no movements. But, you know, I just feel like you'll get to a point with practice that your mind is going to end up going blank. Those thoughts are no longer going to be racing. They'll come, but you'll be able to just let it go. And then when it goes, your mind goes blank again. And every time you get another thought in your head, go back to the focus of that outside rustle the trees, the music of the, like the, uh, maybe like, like if you're in your room, you're in silence and you hear your fan going, you can just listen to your fans, go back to the sound of your fan, you know? Anytime a thought comes, just think of something, you know what I'm saying? Just listen to a sound in your home. It, you know, your mind's going to go blank again. It's going to go blank. It's eventually going to go blank again. But you can't force it, though. You can't force it. So don't get mad at yourself because it's not just going to happen. Because, <clears throat> because I understand while doing this, I believe it's going to be some obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Like... There's going to be some resistance, fear. There's going to be some insecurities and pain from your past. But this is a part of the process of creating a safe space within. Don't put pressure on it because let your thoughts run through. It's like it's going to take practice. So don't beat yourself up if after the first few times it's not happening. Like, dang, what, what is Carter? And, you know, I keep talking about, like, what are they talking about? Like, this stuff is not working, you know? Don't stop, and you don't seem to get it, but let it happen. You know what I'm saying? Let it be. Because if you can't find peace within yourself, you will continue to surround yourself. So, you know, like I was saying, you can't find peace. If you can't find peace within yourself, you will continue to surround yourself with chaos. And you want to understand what true peace is. Like, don't neglect your inner self. Like, that is a part of self-love, to, like, have space within you to be able to go back to the safe space within you and let and create a shelter within yourself. Everything you need is already inside of you. Everything you're looking for is already inside of you. The answers you seek is already inside of you with no judgment, just you. That's why it's so important to just get to know you and be with you. Yep. You are... I always say it every podcast, you are most definitely the creator, the controller of your story, of your thoughts, of your feelings, your emotions, everything that happens in your life. We might feel like we don't have like 
some type of control over it, but we really do. Like, <clears throat> you have to put some type of work in to get where you want to be. You can't just stay stagnant and stay where you are and expect for things to change by themselves. You have to go inside and you have to change you internally. And then that's when everything on the outside will start changing for you. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So, I like to end this podcast, you know, bro, um, with this last quote, to know genuine love, we have to invest time and commitment. And that's with ourselves. And when I say that, I'm not talking about going against your morals or boundaries, like <clears throat> cheating, lying, and manipulation, whatever you choose, your core values, you know, represent. But I'm referring to loving relationship where you both have respect for each other, respect for yourself, and respect for your future. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you got anything else you want to say for this podcast, bro? Yeah, also, learn to be selfish and not selfless. Please be selfish. I know it might sound crazy, but be selfish with you. Be selfish with your time. Be selfish with your energy. And please be aware of everything around you. Like, just be selfish. It's okay to be selfish. Like, don't feel guilty for it, for paying yourself first. Like, that's it. You know, just be selfish. That's right. That's right. And we will end this podcast out. Thank you for our followers for listening to us today. Um, we hope to hear from you guys soon. And, you know, if you've got any questions, just hit us up. And if you like what you hear today, please, you know, give us a shout out or, you know, you know, come to us and email us or message us and let us know what you think about it. And again, if you guys want to join our podcast for as a guest, please hit us up. We'd love for you to join. All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Be blessed. Ashay.